Sooners and Mountaineers coming up tonight here in Morgantown, and we are joined now by OU head coach Skip Johnson, live from Morgantown. Good morning, Skip. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Did you find your coffee yet today, Coach? No, I was out turkey hunting on this back back this uh, uh, mountain that we're staying on. <laughs> I'm down here in the bottom of it. <laughs> it is uh, great it's cell coverage be, to be in the bottom of a hill. It's like going to be hard to find in the fog. It was until about five minutes yeah, ago. It was foggy. completely foggy here. Yeah, it's looking beautiful now. Well, um, before we talk about this series, Coach, a great win for you on Tuesday night in Dallas. Boy, you guys played well all around against DBU. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, I thought that the uh, kids came out with a little more sense of urgency, which needed to happen, and uh, um, it was good. Tell me about Will Karsten's turnaround, Coach. Um, You know, he's going along having – uh, an okay season until about three weeks ago and and all of a sudden he has been lights out he's now at the back of the bullpen for you D- tell me about the journey to get him to where he is right now well I mean Will came in we thought he was going to be a starter coming out of junior college he had a lot of uh, uh he has a lot of presence he's really competitive um that's one thing that you can always it's always going to be consistent he might lose the game or he might struggle a bit because it's probably due from being over competitive and and if you can go to bed at night as a pitching coach or as a coach you know he's going to give you a big effort and uh, uh that's all you can really ask out of him but coming into the season you know coming in and he got a little sore in his shoulder it's really a terrace majors from probably overthrowing probably from over competing in inner squad and uh, we had to back him down and really uh, uh, try to ease him along, try to get that thing back healthy. We put him in a situation uh, and kind of just kept it that way. You know, most of it, you know, really, it's really Braden Carmichael, how how he's done has really helped the situation as much as anything. And, you know, when you're, when you're searching out of the bullpen, looking for guys to get people out, um, I, I just know, and, and the same thing with Weber. Weber's going to overcompete most of the time, and uh, uh, um, he's going to throw strikes, and and that's really that's all you can ask out of him. Closers come in all shapes and sizes. You had maybe the best in the country last year, and Trevin Michael in your career, you've had a ton of great ones. What do you look for, kind of mindset wise? personality-wise, maybe, for that guy that's got to get the final outs of a game? Well, I mean, ideally, I mean, you want to be able – they can be able to hold runners, they can fill their position, and they can throw two pitches for strikes. I mean, that's ideally. And But, you know, I, I think it's – they're really competitive. You know, they're, they're – like, they have a – like, I, I can't – I can't really explain it. It's like they're um, just ultra-competitive, and they're not afraid of the moment. Um, they're not afraid to stand out there in front of the crowd and uh, uh, and fail, really. You know, you know what I mean? They're not, they're, they're not afraid to fail. And, uh, uh, yeah, I've been blessed to have those guys like uh, uh, Knable and Ruffin and uh, Austin Wood and, you know, Trevor Michael, 
I mean, he threw two in, Trevor Michael threw in two innings last night. I was looking at his numbers. He punched out five in, in high A ball. You know, it's uh, um, it's one of those deals. You know, I, I don't know if it's uh, uh, there's the right ingredients. It's just the guy's not afraid to not to get not afraid to get out there and get after it. This answer is probably pretty obvious because he's good. But why have you been so much better this year with Dakota Harris in the line? I think you're twenty and eleven now. When he's played, you had that tough stretch when he was down with injury where he only won four or five games. But you've been great when he's been in the lineup. Is it more than just the fact that he's a really good player? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's uh, uh, he really communicates with the defense. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, you, I don't know how good Sooner football would have been without Baker Mayfield or <laughs> Kyler Murray, you know. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're the quarterback that you look at most teams. And I'm not saying uh, McKenzie's not a good shortstop because he is. He is. He's a good player. But, uh, you know, when you fall, you work all fall and that guy's been there all fall, um, you know, every team that I've coached or played on or, or uh, been a part of, um, when we were really good, we had a good shortstop. You know, and uh, – uh, and we've been really consistent, and when we wasn't very good, our shortstop hadn't been very good. So it's uh, one of those uh, uh, things that you it's, – it's middle of the infield, middle of the field's got to be good, man. It's just got to be good. <clears throat> what do you think about West Virginia, Coach? First place in the Big 12 right now in line to prob- probably host an NCAA regional. Tell me about Randy Mazie's team this year. Uh, very athletic, very good. Their bullpen is extremely good. The starting pitching is extremely good. Um, they're they're a good club, and it's going to be a good opportunity for us. I mean, they can run. They've had probably the best hitter in our conference. Um, uh, I mean, they, they do a lot of things right. J.J. Weatherholt, who you're talking about, he's hitting about 460, I think, on the year. How do you get this guy out? Uh, we're pretty much trying to figure that out. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be fun to figure out. Be fun Whatever to it is. Hit. Yeah, whatever it is, don't say it over the public airwaves. That's a that's a smart... Oh, I, uh, I, I mean, I, we can get him out. I just have to bring back uh, 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 Kate Horton. <laughs> I was wrong. He's hitting 470 now on the wow. year with... Uh, 12 home runs and 51 runs batted in. Yeah, he's uh, walking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they did to Barry Bonds, right? That's right. I mean, I think it's a two-horse race between him and Gavin Cash. Uh, the the kid at Texas Tech's having an incredible year down there, yeah. too. But I'm looking forward to seeing Weatherhold. I asked you this question on Tuesday, but for our radio audience, I'd love to hear your answer, too. We're down to 10 games to go in the regular season. Where do you feel like you are right now in the NCAA tournament picture? Well, I mean, I think if we stopped right now, we'd probably uh, – we might get in um, as a three seed probably. Uh, I think our RPI is good enough to do that. I think our wins against the the competition, you know, the the better competition has been good. We're we're 500 in conference. I think that – Unfortunately, our conference is uh, um, it needs to, needs better recognition or whatever you say about it. Um, 
Uh, I mean, I, I think that we've got to win. If we win two out of three the next two weekends, we get in for sure. Um, win two out of three this weekend, uh, it'll help us a lot. Um, if we were to stop right now and play the conference tournaments, I think we'd have to win one game. Uh, I don't. I don't really don't know. I mean, that's you never know. Our RPI is at fifty uh, something, and uh, uh, we'll see from there. One more question, Coach uh, Braxton Douthit going for you tonight. He's having a really good year. I think he still leads the Big Twelve in opponent batting average. Teams are only hitting one eighty eight against him on the season. If he's had one issue, it's walking guys. Uh, what what is the what what can he straighten out there in that regard? Throw more strikes. Now, uh, uh, I think the difference is for him is like I, he's meant that it really bothers him a lot to to think about that. And and I man, I don't I understand that too. But he's also coming from you know Lamar the the, the uh, strike zones tighter here in the Big Twelve than it was where he was at, and you know it probably puts that pressure on himself. When he gets behind the count, so just you know, just throwing a strike, and uh, uh, I think that's the separation, you know, of him. He's got to go out there and just attack and not worry about the outcome. A lot of times, when you see a guy with a high number of walks, high number of strikeouts, it's really that there's it's their stuff. Really, for him, he's got great stuff. Is he just gets out of rhythm, and I think that's the thing he's got to continue to to grow and get better at is to, is to get in rhythm. I lied. I got one more because that made me getting in rhythm made me think of something. In the past, you would often see your pitchers when they would throw two or three out of the zone, walk down off the back of the mound about halfway to second base, take a breath, and then you know come back up. You got this clock now, and you don't see Carson Atwood did that kind of in a sped up version of it on Tuesday night. But I'm sure that's been something you've taught for years and years that you've had to to alter this year, right? Well, of course, there's no different. I mean, it's like if it's like you're I'm glad you said that because it's a not many people really understand what you mean is it's kind of a reset button. It's like uh, uh when you start start something and you you start out bad, you just push reset and or you go off the back of the mound and take a a, a moment to check out, you know, and get find a what we call it a, a, a release, find a, something physical with association, uh, might be the rosin bag, might be the flagpole, might give a verbal cue uh, just to take a break for a minute and to get back in it. Well, they don't let you do that anymore. I mean, it's like golfing. I mean, you got to be able to, you know, you're sitting up there and you got to be able to take a reset. And uh, uh, But, you know, we've made a game of concentration into a game of uh, – uh, uh, fast pace, or what? What do you call it when you when a uh, when a basketball team's going down, back fast and forth, break. back and forth, fast break? That's how we play baseball now. It's fast break baseball. So uh, um, I think there's going to be a lot of mistakes. You've seen the numbers uh, in the home runs, right? It's yeah, three hundred more. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's that's what it's all about offense and. Uh, um, and that's okay, I guess, if we can just we're, – we're just going to play offense all the time and not worry about pitching, then it's going to be okay, too. All right, go get them tonight, Coach. Thanks, guys. 
Skip Johnson, OU West Virginia, 5.30 Central Time start tonight. We got a 5 o'clock pregame show for you right here on The Ref as you're getting out of work for game one. Quick break, and we're talking to new OU soccer coach Matt Mott on the other side of this timeout. 